Coming up on this episode of the podcast, we have a special guest joining us. Miss April Marie is in the building. We are going to give you our thoughts on the NBA play-in tournament. We're also going to discuss, should the Brooklyn Nets be concerned about chemistry issues going into the playoffs? And we also play a little game of start, bench, cut with Dwayne Wade, Allen Iverson, and Isaiah Thomas. Dwayne Wade. <laughs> is the most overrated player in the history. Wow. Let me finish. In the history of the NBA. The most overrated uh, player in the history of the NBA. You do a takedown. Okay, take I will do a takedown. Let me ask you. I'll break it down for you. Dwayne Wade's, Dwayne Wade's greatest career highlight was against the Dallas Mavericks in the NBA Finals. We can all agree with that. That's not true. That's not his greatest career highlights, his run in the NBA Finals against the Dallas Mavericks. When he dunked the old boy, that was okay, his that, greatest highlight ever. Okay, that was a good highlight. But his greatest career run was the Finals against the Dallas Mavericks. And if you go back and watch those Finals, it's very simple. He couldn't shoot during the Finals. All they had to do was do what the Spurs do. But the Mavericks, for whatever reason, and their coach refused to do it. He kept driving to the lane over and over and over and he had a good finals run but uh, if you take that out of his resume if you take that finals run out of his resume he's just a good player but we talk about him some people say he's the greatest shooting guard of all time he is not he's not that you're tuned into the new channel sports podcast the ultimate sports talk podcast Welcome to another edition of the New Channel Sports Podcast. My name is Oenyi. I am going to be one of your hosts this evening, this morning, this afternoon, whatever time of day it is you are with us. We do appreciate all of our listeners joining us. We have a marvelous show in store for you. I am joined by my two wonderful co-hosts, and we are joined by a wonderful guest on this episode 111 Miss April Marie, we will get to you in a second, April. We are very, very appreciative of you being on our show. But first of all, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, please subscribe. You can do it on our website, newchannelsports.net, or on any major podcast platform available. Check us out on Afro Lives TV as well. Download that Roku app so you can look at our wonderful faces there. Also, follow us on Instagram. Give us a subscribe on YouTube. Follow us on Twitter. But I am joined by two wonderful guests, like I said, the phenomenal one. You call me a guest Chris. again, bro. Huh? You call me a guest again, bro. A guest? <laughs> What's good, bro? <laughs> I'm doing things a little bit differently this time. A little okay. bit differently. All right. And all the way across from me, Big Low. How are you doing, sir? What up? It's Big Low coming down in Ag Town. Baby, what's good? How y'all doing? Oh, oh, God. Lord. Oh, God. Well, what's, okay. what's all this moaning? Bro? What, boo, boo. <laughs> what is all this moaning? We just messing with you, though. <laughs> we messing with you, low. And our special guest in the building. Whoop, whoop. We have a special guest. Miss April Marie, how are you doing, madame? Like I said earlier, I'm blessed and highly favored. Thank you so much for inviting me. Oh, thank you for being a guest on our podcast. It is, it is a delight to have you here. Let me go over your bio real quick. Do you mind if I go over your bio real quick, April? Go for it. 
Join us is Miss April Marie. She works for the RGV Vipers, the G League team for the Houston Rockets. Yes, sir. And you were born and raised in El Paso, Texas. You don't have a favorite sports team right now, but you enjoy basketball, football, and swimming. Your favorite sports moment was when Simone Manuel won a gold medal in the 100-meter freestyle in the 2016 Summer Olympics. Can you go into detail about that? What what makes that your favorite moment in, in sports? I think it's just the fact that I grew up predominantly competing in swimming and always envisioning myself being in the Olympics. Obviously, that didn't end up happening. So seeing somebody <laughs> like Simone and, and who she represents and uh, what she embodies and actually being able to win gold. And funny story, she actually tied. So somebody else won gold along with her. It was a girl from Australia. But she was so humble about it. Um, the girl from Australia was really respectful about it as well. Like she kind of gave Simone her, mo- her moment. So it, it was awesome. Um, so yeah, she's somebody that I definitely admire. Mm, very, very interesting. Go ahead and tell our listeners where they can find you and, and how they can connect with you also as well. Yeah, so they can follow me on Instagram. I go by Heels on Hardwood. Uh, same thing on YouTube. My YouTube channel is called Heels on Hardwood. Uh, I don't have a Facebook. I have a Twitter. I'm not really active on it. I think I have like five followers. So if you want to take me to 10, follow me. <laughs> very, very good. All right, so Miss April, what we like to do with all our guests on our show is play a little game called Truth or Dare. New Channel Sports Podcast presents Truth or Dare. You don't gotta do anything scandalous, April. So don't don't, don't get scared or anything like that. It's, it's gonna be very very simple. I'm gonna say Truth or Dare. You're gonna say which one you prefer, and then I'm gonna be like, Is it true that such and such is the greatest? player to ever play the game and then you're gonna be like nah and then you go into explanation if i say dare i'm gonna dare you to say something and you're like nah i'd rather eat a bowl of cockroaches or something like that <laughs> something crazy okay so what, what, for i'll ask you the first question you go truth or, truth or dare uh dare there. let me do the dare can i oh, do okay dare? chris chris will do it he got something in <laughs> you know i love doing that go ahead man do um it. seeing that you do a lot of interviews for the real grand valley vipers can you tell me i dare you to tell me uh so i got two dares actually but they, they work together they work together so i first dare you to tell me who is the best player on the team and then secondly i dare you to tell me who is the best interviewer on the team Ooh, i guess interviewees right way to say because right, you're the interviewer as far as best player goes currently well, our, our roster isn't active, but if I had to pick a player since I've been here, I would have to say Michael Frazier. He was somebody that, and continues to be somebody who has a drive unlike any other that I've seen. Like, you, you think about the Mamba mentality, like this player literally has it. They would win. They won the championship that year with him. He was if I'm not mistaken, giving the most um, improved player of the year award as well. But he like literally, if you sit and listen to his story, like he has gone through hell and back and you would never know that. And he's one of those type of people who is very mild mannered. But when he's out on the court, like he becomes like this beast. Um, so he's somebody that I definitely admire. 
Um, as far as best interviewer, I guess you're referring to who's like well spoken. I'm assuming. I, that's for you to decide the context. Yeah, whatever, whatever uh, comes to mind. Like, who's the most well spoken? Who's the most entertaining? Yeah, who gives you the most interview? I would probably say uh, Gary Payton the second. I would probably say him. Mm. Yeah, he he's somebody who. What I like about him is he gives a lot of insight. He talks almost like. It's like I'm talking to like an 80 year old man. Like he's been alive for so long, but he's still so young. I'm saying he's still in his 20s. But he's well spoken. Um, he's really down to earth. You would think because of who his dad is and kind of like, you know, the history that he has with his last name, that he would kind of, I guess, belittle you or kind of walk around with like this pompous attitude. But He's not like that at all. He's so chill, so down to earth. Like, I've seen kids literally, like, run up to him, and he will take the time to, like, acknowledge those kids and so forth. Even with me, when I'm having an interview with him, like, he will look you dead in the eye to the point where I feel like, damn, my eye's twitching because he's giving me some, like, serious <laughs> eye contact. Um, but, yeah, I would have to say him. Okay. So he's very mature for his age, basically, is what you're saying. Yeah, very mature for his age, very well-spoken, can hold a conversation. It doesn't matter who you are, but he can hold a conversation. Um, and somebody who acknowledges everybody, not just those within his inner circle. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. That that sounds about right. Son of Gary Payton, I would expect that for the most part. So you answer two questions. We'll, we'll let you slide with those two questions um, since since Chris was able to give you the, the two truths or dares, but you answered them no, quite no, well. You did. You did really good for yourself. You can't do that. Keep on. You know we strap for time, low. You know we strap for time, low. Killing me, bro. You know this. All right. I'm sorry, bro. Ne- next time. Next time. Next time. Next time. All right. Let's get right into the show. Let's start off with some headlines, shall we? It's time for. It's time for. Headlines. All right, so Terrence Clark, um, young man from uh, Kentucky, freshman guard, passed away um, not too long ago. He was only 19. Um, very heartbreaking story for me. Uh, I, I was I was heartbroken when I saw it, but <sighs> young man passed away in, in a car accident, uh, taken away from us too soon. Just want to say rest in peace to Terrence Clark. Um, that's one headline that I, I wish I did not have to talk about here, but it, it did happen not yeah. too long ago. All right. Who watched the fight the other day? I know Ooh. you watched the fight, Lil. Man, actually, I, I didn't catch the fight. Uh, you know. Mm, shame fight. on you. What? Shame on you. Yo, usually. So oh, you, man. So, so, look, hold it. so usually when I'm watching the fight, man, I'm at my, my favorite spot on Saturday nights in Midtown in Houston. So, you know, I went there, so I didn't catch the fight, but I heard about it. And apparently, um, and, and actually April brought this to my attention earlier. That it was it was a very 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 short fight, so probably as soon as you looked and the fight started, you looked away. The thing was over. The Usman did win in a KO um, in the first round over George. You know, very quick fight. He gave him the one two, the two piece, and that was pretty much it. But he 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 won the fight yeah. in short fashion. Other headline news: We have Baker Mayfield, Cleveland Browns quarterback. They extended him, gave him a fifth year option. You guys have any opinions on that at all? Good for Baker. Good for Baker. Yeah. 
but you're saying bad for the Browns. Bad for the, <laughs> no, no, no. It's good for the Browns because it's it's still his rookie deal, right? Right, right. It so is, not it bad is. for the Browns yet. Not yet, so. he says. Not yet. Eventually <laughs> not it will be. All right. Golden State Warriors point guard Steph Curry sets the NBA record for three-pointers in a calendar month with 85. This man is shooting his life away. Mm. I mean, he is shooting out of control. Like, every time he puts the ball up, I'm thinking it's going to go in. Yeah. He hit a ridiculous shot the other day with one hand off balance, and it went straight in. Like, I already knew it was going to go straight in. He might be a better shooter than Clay Thompson, though. I always said Clay Thompson was a better shooter, but I don't know that anymore. I don't know. I think Steph is, is doing the damn deal. Yeah, he's killing it. All right. DeMarcus Cousins signs um, the contract extension for the L.A. Clippers for the remainder of the season, so he will be there with the Clippers throughout their run. I think that's a good good fit for him. I don't care about the fit. I'm just happy for Boogie, bro. I'm happy for that dude. Too. That dude deserves it. All right, Kansas City Chiefs trade Baltimore Ravens tackle Orlando Brown to the Chiefs. Um, they're going to get a bunch of picks in return. What does this do for the Kansas City Chiefs and their 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 run to try and win another Super Bowl? Man, helps them out, right? You know what? I think so. I mean, they need some tackles. So. No, I mean they 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 sign. Here's the thing, man. Now you're looking at probably three Pro, pro Bowl um, offensive players on the Kansas City Chiefs. They went and signed two more in the offseason prior to Brown. I mean, this is unfair. You signed in all the top tackles in the league, man. You know, so there was this concern that could could, could the Chiefs bounce back um, after losing, you know, the tackles that they lost in the Super Bowl. But the fact that now you've got, you know, three Pro Bowlers on your offensive mind, yeah, this this is this is unfair. Kansas City, this is unfair, man. They gotta do whatever they can to keep Patrick Mahomes happy, though, bro. That's right, and that's what they're trying to do. All right, Rockets guard John Wall reportedly will miss the rest of the season. He pulled a hamstring there, so they're going to sit him down uh, for the rest of the games. I think they have like 11 games left. This gives an opportunity to see what else they have on the roster. You know, they're going to shut him down. I don't think he's really seriously hurt. They're just going to shut him down so they see what else they got on the roster, pretty much. Yeah, that's a buyout candidate for next season. Right. I mean, let's no, just call no. it. We got to call a space. He's 30 years old. Yeah. He's not getting any younger. He was playing pretty good this year. There are some teams that are going to need his services next year, so I agree with you, Chris. I don't, I don't know if they're going to need his services. <laughs> there might be some that are going to need his services, bro. Uh, we'll see. Oh, man. All right. That was headlines. Let's get into the main topics of our show, the play-in tournament. Mm. All right? Y'all know about the play-in tournament. Last year, it was kind of like a test during the bubble to see how it worked out. Uh, when they were in Orlando, Portland played against Memphis. Portland was able to win that and get the final spot in the Western Conference playoffs. In November, the NBA's Board of Governors voted unanimously to approve a plan to institute a new version of the play-in on a one-year basis. So now they're doing this new kind of setup for the play-in to see who's going to get in. Um, the seventh team will play the eighth team. Then the winner of that one will go on to be the seventh seed. The loser will play the winner of the ninth and tenth seed team and then the winner of that will get the last place spot as far as the eighth seed is concerned you guys understand that i get it you i don't it? i don't well look, before i give my comments go ahead go ahead i think what i should do is i'm gonna let april go because my comments are i'm just too i guess i'm too angry about this so april what, what's there to be angry nah, about I, I want april to go first because <laughs> I, I don't want i don't want april to think that i'm just this angry guy right hey man if you are what you <laughs> are man chris Chris, who cut you off? Who cut you off again, dog? <laughs> Nobody cut me off, man. So personally, I don't think it's a bad thing. I can see why certain teams, like obviously, like the Dallas Mavericks, Luca and Mark Cuban, are upset about it. 
But I don't think it's as big of a deal as people are making it out to be. At this point in time, personally, even when I watch the NBA, I feel like right now I need some excitement and I feel like the play-in tournament will add that. Uh, the regular season is sometimes too long, so it gets kind of like redundant. I see it as an opportunity for other teams. Obviously, instead of eight, now they're doing, is it, isn't it a total of 10 now that will have the opportunity? It is 10. That's right. Yeah. So you're right. I don't really see that as a bad thing. Again, it, it it makes it exciting. And I think I saw an ad earlier today that something about like the NBA is now going to give the NCAA a run for its money with this playing tournament. I don't know how accurate that is. But still, imagine seeing a matchup with, like, Luka and Steph Curry. That would be phenomenal to watch. Um, so I don't necessarily see it as, as a terrible thing. And I also feel like it's also being done due to the pandemic, due to the fact that so many teams um, haven't been able to play as much as other teams have had the opportunity to play. So um, I don't really see it as a bad thing at all. And... With it being the NBA, I wouldn't be surprised if they try it this time around and come next season, it ends up changing again. Oh, I agree with you 110% April. I'm actually, I've always liked it. It's exciting as hell to me. Mm. It's like an automatic game seven, right? You go in, you play this one game, and the winner continues, and then the loser, if it's the first round, though, the loser gets to play again, but then they really have to win the next game. And the Luka versus Steph Curry that intrigues the hell out of me. I would love to see that. Even Dame Lillard. You know how much I love Dame. Oh, okay. Dame going up against Steph Curry. Oh, that would be great as well. And it's one game, fellas and ladies. One game. That's going to decide it all. Who moves on? And they could move, they can use that momentum to get swept by the Lakers. You know? <laughs> that, that would be great. That would um, be all who are the Clippers, whoever's gonna win, or the Suns, whoever they're gonna play. <laughs> They'll use that momentum just to get swept. Yeah. It's fantastic. Okay. I love it. I love it. Okay. I can't okay. I can't stand okay. it. Okay. <laughs> I think it's the dumbest thing. I, I really do. I can't stand it. I'll tell you why though. Cause we live in a society now where everybody gets a participation award, bro. Not everybody gets an award. Some people are losers and some people are winners. Oh, it wow. is what it is. Bro, it is what it is. <laughs> so we can't. Okay, let's look at the Eastern Conference, for example. Ten teams from the Eastern Conference. Ten teams. Right. That means the Wizards are part of this equation. Potentially the Orlando Magic, the Chicago Bulls. These are horrible basketball teams. The Wizards are pretty good, bro. They got star power. Okay. They have These are horrible <laughs> basketball teams that I don't care to watch play two or three games prior to the playoffs starting. It just I'm not interested in this at all. Now, this could change though because you're right if i do see a luca versus steph there i'm watching but go. i still don't like it i don't like it how about russell westbrook and Lamelo ball going head to head that will be exciting as well i'm so excited i'm so excited nobody wants to see that what do you oh, say no one wants to see that no nobody oh, wants to see you a lie no nobody wants i don't want to see that no uh-uh. i don't want to see Ooh, is he playing i don't even know matter of, i think he's hurt actually <laughs> His wrist. No, he he, he yeah. is, he is hurt. hurt. He, he is, is hurt, but he 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 might be back for the playoffs. Now, if you were able to get back for the playoffs, that's must see TV. Come on, man. Lamelo's been playing his butt off. He's he was undisputedly the player. I mean, not the player, the rookie of the year. Oh, yeah, no doubt. So that would be great to see him in his first playoff performance. I mean, against I, Russ. I see, I see, I see both sides. I see what April's saying. I see what you saying. Oh. I definitely see what Chris is saying. I, I, I'm I'm with Chris, man. I, I think this is a this is a partition patient award. That's what it looks like to me. I mean, mm-hmm. think about it like this in the Eastern Conference, right? You have two teams that are below 500, 
in the Indianapolis Pacers and the Washington Wizards. And those two teams have an opportunity. These are, these are teams that haven't won 30 games yet. These are two teams that have the ability to make the playoffs <laughs> as a seventh or eighth seed. Absolutely not. I don't want to see that. Now, in the Western Conference, okay, because it's a, low, it's a lot more competitive. You've got teams that are usual suspects in the playoffs, right? You have San Antonio that has an opportunity to, to, to get in there. Um, you've got Phoenix that came out of nowhere, and now they're the number two seed. Right. So but other than that, you've got your usual suspects as far as teams that are typically in the playoffs. But for me, man, you keep it how it is. And, you know, you you win the most games and you make it through your division. You earn yourself into the playoffs, not just because you want to change things up. We want to add two more positions. If that's a fact, why not just make it 12 teams and go ahead and add New Orleans and Sacramento while we at it? While we cut it off at 10. Yeah, I'm with low on this all the way. Man, y'all are being grouches, bro. Y'all are being absolute rushes. You got to think about it more than just yourselves. Think about the fans. The fans love it. Think about the teams as well. You know what? I am a fan. I don't love it. Hold up. Hold up. You want want something? How about everybody qualifies, right? So now you have Detroit at 18 and 43 that have an opportunity to make it in and knock out the Brooklyn Nets. How about we just just include everybody? Why not? We're taking half measures. We might as well just include everybody and then have it a one-game play-in, and then we can just really get entertaining right here. That'll be March. See, Lo, I'm with you with that. If they did that, I'd be cool with it. So all all 30 teams has a chance. You win a couple of games. You get hot. You know what I'm saying? And you make some things happen in the playoffs. I'm with that. But this whole 10-team thing is too arbitrary. You know, you know what's going to happen? They're going to see Steph and Luca put on a show. And then these two gentlemen are going to come back to me tomorrow and be like, man, did you see that game the other day? It was so good. If there wasn't a play-in, we would never see that, right? <laughs> so I don't know what you guys are talking about. It's going to be highly entertaining. There are so many stars now in the NBA that you have to expand it a little bit. You have to make it more interesting for everybody. Not all the teams that have the big-time players are ever make it to the playoffs each year. So doing it this way, at least you get to see them in one or two games with those um, opportunities going to the playoffs. I mean, that's 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 intriguing to me. I'm sorry. I agree. I'm all in on this. I Thank agree. you, April. Thank you. See, we need – that's because these two don't agree with me a lot. And we need someone with some no, common sense on this show. <laughs> <laughs> thank you april thank you it, it, it wars my heart finally does someone say they agree with oh Edgy. I, I just it wars my heart so much I, i'm gonna cry on the podcast don't cry i'm not gonna do it. i'm not gonna do it. okay all right so that that's our little thoughts on it me and april think that it's a good idea Lo and chris don't but they're gonna change their mind after they see steph go up against luca in the first game and, and how entertaining it is and they're gonna and change their mind once dame goes to the playoffs as well okay okay Okay. All right. Sticking in the NBA, let's go to the Eastern Conference. All right. Let's talk about the Brooklyn Nets. James Harden is out. He tweaked his hamstring. And now he, well, he actually retweaked it. And now he's not going to be able to play until the start of the playoffs. Mm. Now, once he gets back, do the Brooklyn Nets have to worry about chemistry issues? Right. Will him coming back, like, kind of stifle? What kind of run they had? Because they've yeah. only played, they've only played a handful of games with one another. They haven't played a lot of games with one another. All three of them together. So they're going to really have to dial in once they get to the playoffs. Should the Brooklyn Nets be worried about chemistry issues? Chemistry is huge. Um, I've seen that firsthand, even here in the G League, when there's good chemistry on a tank on a team, like they win championships. Like I've I've definitely seen that, and I've seen when chemistry is off. They can't stand each other. Nothing works out. However, 
now we're talking about the Brooklyn Nets and you're talking about the big three. Like that's some huge talent right there. So I don't necessarily see um, the lack of games playing together being quite the issue. If I'm not mistaken, um, they've all played together. All three of them played a total of seven games thus far. Um, and within those that's seven right. games, yeah, and within those seven games, I want to say they either won all of them or won at least five or more, uh, or at least five. So I don't necessarily see chemistry being an issue. Is it going to be important down the line? Yes. And I think a lot of people are low-key traumatized uh, based on what they saw with the Clippers last year in the bubble because the Clippers were hands down the best team on paper, but Kawhi missed a bunch of games. Paul George missed a bunch of games. So then when it came down to the wire, like that's why, uh, you know, the Nuggets ended up winning and everybody was shocked. Nobody expected to see that. So I feel like people are, are kind of putting them in that same category and, and they're like, man, you know what? I feel like chemistry is going to be an issue, but that's what they were saying about defense for the longest time. Like, man, they can't play defense. They, they're only a bunch of scorers. Only their offense is on point. And up until this point, I feel like their defense has been significantly good. And I think another thing that we need to keep in mind is we're so caught up over here with, you know, the big three, obviously, because, you know, they're all stars. But when I think of the Brooklyn Nets, I don't necessarily think of the big three. Like my mind automatically goes to those other role players like Joe Harris, Jeff Green, like they really be taking on a load. And I feel like it's going to be interesting to see how their minutes change and how their roles change once the big three do come back. But I don't foresee it being like this huge, like, oh, they're all off and they're all shaky. I feel like because of who's on that roster, like they'll be able to to bounce back. So we'll see how, how it works out. But that's kind of how I see that going. Okay, so I have a question on your take. Because you said uh, you don't see chemistry being an issue not until down the line. So how far down the line are we talking? Are we talking the finals, conference finals? So I guess I guess it would depend. And see, this is the other thing, too. When I heard that uh, James Harden retweaked, what was the verbiage? Like retweaked his hamstring? Yeah. He re-aggravated the hamstring. I don't know if that's being done on purpose or if they're low-key just waiting until playoffs. Because right now, even if James Harden were to play, like, there's not much that can happen within this time. So if if, if I'm the Brooklyn Nets, I'm thinking to myself, now nah, we're just going to let this man continue to rest and really bring him out when when it counts. But I think that the real issue to me or what's, what's going to be, I guess, the focal point is at the end of the day, there is only one ball. So... It's going to be interesting to see the role that everybody officially decides to take because I do not feel like those those roles are officially set in stone. That's kind of why my mind goes directly to those like those other key players that I was talking to you about, like Joe Harris, Jeff Green, uh, Bruce Brown. It is going to be an issue, but up until this point, I'm not concerned about it. These guys, you know, James Harden and them, don't pull up, come. When do playoffs start? 22nd? May 22nd, yes, yeah, you're absolutely right, April. I'm thinking maybe even like, I don't know, two weeks in, three weeks in, then it's going to be concerning. Then I'll, I'll probably mm. say, you know what, it's going to be a, a factor because it all depends on how many games they've all missed all together. 
you kind of back, you kind of backtracking yeah, a, a little, little bit, bit, April. <laughs> you kind of backtracking a little bit, April. At first, you said it was no worry. Now you're saying it's of concern. When you think about the Clippers, the Clippers didn't have those role players that the Brooklyn Nets have. Mm-hmm. Like that's a thing. Like mm-hmm. the, the Clippers don't have that that almost like that foundation. And I feel like that I feel that's why James Harden and Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving are kind of even taking their time. That's why Ky- Kyrie Irving, like, you know what? I'm celebrating Ramadan. I'm just not gonna pull up today because he know that there's other people on the team that that can carry that load. And with the Clippers, that was not you know, everybody was counting on playoff P and playoff P didn't pull up. So I think that's the big dip at the end of the day. I don't for this team, I don't see chemistry being an issue. I feel like at the end of the day, James Harden done left H Town. He went to the Brooklyn Nets because he knows what he wants. He knows that he can win a championship there. They all know that they can win a championship there. So I don't I don't foresee that being an issue. And I'ma just leave it at that. And quit trying to convince me of otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> I think you tried to convince yourself, April, because you made a lot of valid points there no, about no. why they should be concerned. Look, man, there is no, this one I'm ball, right? Concerned. Okay, that's fine. But they, I think they should be a little bit concerned, especially with some of the matchups they have coming up in this first round. Mm. If they're able to play against the Miami Heat in the first round and somehow that's a first round matchup, don't laugh, Chris. I see you over there laughing. Don't laugh. <laughs> that's a concern for me because you need chemistry. You said it perfectly right the clippers they were the team favorite coming in last year they had a lot of pieces but they had no chemistry even miami when they had the big three what they say we're not gonna win one we're not gonna win two we're not gonna win three they lost their first one though against the dallas mavericks because they had no chemistry going into that series and you look at what the boston celtics did they had to fight and pull their way to that first championship they had to really pull together to gain that chemistry so if the brooklyn nets are thinking they're going to go into the playoffs when James Harden is hurt and then all of a sudden build chemistry, they're not fooling anybody. They might be fooling y'all, but yeah. they're not fooling me. Yeah, they no. have to build that chemistry. James no. Harden is the key to the run to their championship, whether you know it or not. He's going to come in and he's going to take minutes and time away from other players. And they'll be like, uh-oh, Can what's I say going something? on? No, you bring a really good point. Go it's ahead. It's such what, a good point. Okay, yeah, go ahead. What, you such gonna, you a great, you going to flip it on me. Let go me ahead. finish. You go bring ahead. a good point. Kyrie's been out. I think Kyrie's, um, you know, he's fasting with Ramadan. You have James Harden who re-aggravated his injury when he had an, uh, a hamstring injury. You know, got Kevin Durant is out there. They have a rookie head coach and Steve Nash. It's just tough in Brooklyn, man. Let me tell you something. April said she's worried about two weeks into May. I'm not worried about the Nets until June. Catch my drift. <laughs> I'm not worried about that squad, bro. I'm not worried about them at all. They are the best team in the Eastern Conference and it's not even close. In fact, I'll even say this. I'll go this far. As long as two of the three are available, I'm not concerned. You're smoking something today. <laughs> you came in here late because I want to put you on blast. You came in here late because you were smoking that good good. And now you're going to come in here and start talking about all that? Come on, give me a break. And now Look. a lot of people are talking about this coaching staff. The coaching staff is young. This is first run at trying to get a championship. That's something that's not being talked about enough. He's going to be going up against the likes of Doc Rivers, which mm. I know he blew a three-one lead. Okay, well, who, I, I'm just okay. saying. I'm just saying. Okay. He, there's a lot. That's a lot of pressure on Steve Nash to get this. Okay, other this than year. Doc Rivers, who is he going to go? That's against why against? I named Doc Rivers. I know, you, okay, you, that's you, why you, I named him first. You got. But he's still a rookie coach. All right, <laughs> he's still a rookie coach, and he's going to have to help build this team and build some chemistry. That's not easy. We're going to see what Steve Nash is really made about because it's going to be a moment come these playoffs, whether you believe it or not, 
where the Brooklyn Nets are going to be down and it's going to rely on his coaching to get them that win. I agree with you. And if he can do that, then yeah. fine. I'll say, okay, they, they might be able to do it. But I, if he can't do that, yeah. I was in Brooklyn. 100% agree with you, but that just won't happen until June. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, y'all, y'all, y'all said y'all brought up a lot of great points. You know, I don't know, Chris, we, we might be kindred spirits or something, man. We might, we might be, dog, because I've been saying this from the get go. In order for the Brooklyn Nets to achieve the ultimate goal, which is that championship, you need all three of them boys, right? Until then, tree. Look what K- tree, tree, Trey, all of them, right? Look what KD just did. He scored. He came off the bench and scored 33 points. That, that was, what, his second game or third game coming back from injury? When you have that kind of player of that caliber, and, mm-hmm. and, and just to really speak directly to your point, oh, when it came to um, the Miami Heat and the chemistry, the buildup of that team was different. You have a, you, the, the Brooklyn Nets have a collective of pure shooters. You've got three pure shooters who can shoot from anywhere on the court. In today's game, all they have to do, as long as they, as long as they have the ability to continue shooting, because none of them really have to drive, right? None of them really have to drive if they don't want to. They don't need to. They can sit out there. All you need is somebody to drive, kick it out to KD, kick it out to Ky- to Kyrie, kick it out to uh, to James Harden, and they're just gonna shoot all over you. That's why KD is able to just play two games after an injury and come in and just be able to shoot the lights out the way that he did. Right. None of the other teams, the Miami Heat didn't have that. The L.A. Lakers do not have that. So that's why they're relying so much on chemistry, because you do have, you know, a different mix in talent. Whereas with the Brooklyn Nets, you've got your big three or a bunch of shooters. And like uh, April said, you have foundational pieces in terms of role players that know how to hold uh, the know how to hold things up. Chris, to your point, man, them boys are so far ahead. They really don't have anything to worry about. But. I will maintain my point. In order for them to win that championship, you need all three of those players to be healthy. Otherwise, those guys are going to be in trouble. Yeah, according to Chris, though, they, they only need two of them. They only to need get, James to, Harden. To get to June, they only need un, un, two. Until, now, when they un, get to until, June, they're going to need all three. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, so it's, it's all about it's, the Eastern Conference. I'm basically So you over there the smoking East. that good, good, too, over there, low. That's what you're doing. You smoking Band this on stuff, the baby. Too. Okay, let me ask you a question. So, so if I'm smoking something, name me a team in the East that actually should scare the Nets. No one should scare the Nets. I'm okay. just saying, I'm, I'm not saying they should be scared. No one, no one's saying they should be scared. I'm just saying they should be concerned about chemistry. All right. I know they're not afraid of anybody. When you have Kevin Durant, who's arguably the greatest offensive weapon in the history of the game, and you have James Harden, who is just who a is tri- the greatest offensive threat I'm, 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 in the I, history. I understand of the game. that, but James Harden is hurt. <laughs> Are we not understand that James Harden is hurt? James Harden has been hurt in the history of his career. He's resting. April, that's your own conspiracy theory over there. I, James Harden <laughs> is hurt. Let me tell you right now, that boy comes to play. James, one thing about James Harden is he wants to play. He's not to be like, if the coach, if Steve Nash said, hey, man, come on, take a break. We're going to fake an injury right now. James Harden not going to do that. James Harden never known to do that. James Harden is really hurt. James Harden has never been hurt in the history of his career. This is a, a problem. If I was the Brooklyn Nets, I'd be concerned a little bit. Because Kyrie Irving and, and Kevin Durant can't do it by themselves. I'm sorry. I don't care what y'all say. I do agree with you, April, about their their their, their role players, though. That's not something that we talked about. Now they yeah, do have they, some they pretty have good role. They have some pretty good role play. I'll, I'll give you that, April. I'll give you that one. But other than the James Harden thing, James Harden has to be a hundred percent healthy for this team to win a championship. I'm sorry, that's my take. If y'all don't like it, then whatever. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? All right. Yes, sir. We we'll have to replace you, oh. Wow. Wow. 
<laughs> wow. No, no? Kidding, I'm kidding, it's I'm like kidding. that. It's like no, that. I'm kidding, okay. I'm okay. You might replace me after this next one, though. <laughs> you might want okay. to. All right. So what we're going to do now is a little um, segment we like to call Start, Bench, and Cut. Oh, no. Oh, no. No. Sit back and relax, because coming up, it's Start, Bench, or Cut. We've had a rule. We never do this with guests. We never, because you do the most. So April's going to have to watch you do you. And you know what? Lo, we might have to kick him off by the end of this episode. Right, this might be fine. your that's last fine. one. That's fine. This might, might be your last segment. I might start my own solo podcast after this, <laughs> if, if it's that bad. Okay. Maybe I'll get April to join. Maybe we could both do a, 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 a duo as far as a podcast. <laughs> Maybe she thinks I'm smoking that good, good, too. But anyway, was that, was that April? All right. So we try. We try. All right. So we have Dwayne Wade. Mm. We have Allen Iverson, mm. and we have Isaiah Thomas. Mm. Now, Isaiah Thomas might be someone that you guys didn't really watch play too much in the day, but Isaiah Thomas was a beast. We already know what Dwayne Wade accomplished. Isaiah Thomas of the Celtics? No, no. We're talking about Isaiah Thomas with the Detroit Pistons. <laughs> the first Isaiah Thomas. <laughs> right. We're talking about the first Isaiah Thomas. We're talking about Zeke. That's who we're talking about. Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah, talking about Zeke. We're talking, that's who we're talking about. <laughs> All right. So we have Isaiah Thomas from the Bad Boys. He won two championships. We have Dwayne Wade, who played with the Miami Heat mm-hmm. for most of his career. Mm-hmm. He had two championships as well. Yeah. And then we have Allen Iverson, who didn't win any championships, but he was a force on the basketball court. Can I go first? Go ahead. Go first. I'm going to tell you how I'm going to cut. Okay. I'm going to start off with this. Okay. I'm cutting. Flash Dwayne Wade. Wow. Let me tell y'all something. This is a wild take, but I don't care. What? I'm going to say it with my chest. Say it with your chest. What? Dwayne say it with your chest. Wade. Dwayne Wade <laughs> is the most overrated player in the history. Wow. Let me finish. In the history of the NBA. The most overrated player in the history of the NBA. You need to do a takedown. Okay, so I will you, do a takedown. Let me ask you. So I'll break it down for you. Dwayne Wade's, Dwayne Wade's greatest career highlight was against the Dallas Mavericks in the NBA Finals. We can all agree with That's that. That's not true. That's not his greatest career highlights, no. his run in the NBA Finals against mm-hmm. the Dallas Mavericks? When he dunked on old boy, that was okay, his that greatest was, highlight ever. Okay, that was a good <laughs> highlight. But his greatest career run was the Finals against the Dallas Mavericks. And if you go back and watch those Finals, it's very simple. He couldn't shoot during the Finals. All they had to do was do what the Spurs do. But the Mavericks, for whatever reason, and their coach refused to do it. He kept driving to the lane over and over and over. And he had a good finals run. But uh, if you take that out of his resume, if you take that finals run out of his resume, he's just a good player. But we talk about him. Some people say he's the greatest shooting guard of all time. He is not. He's not that. When he was by himself, how many playoff series did he win without LeBron? Without Shaq? None. But Shaq wasn't Shaq. But oh, That's not true. Shaq wasn't this. For them to get to the finals, because they lost Shaq it. Shaq contributed, but he wasn't no, 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 prime. No, no, no. Shaq and Antoine Walker, for them to beat the Pistons to get to the finals. Dwayne Wade was good, but it was those two guys that got them to the finals. I'm just telling you the look, truth. Look, look, don't sit here and poop on Dwayne Wade's run uh, to the championship. No, no, I guess it was an amazing when, when, I, when I call him overrated, people are like, oh, my God. he's I'm, Oh, my God. He's going to do that. It doesn't mean he's not a Hall of Famer, but I think the way we revere him, like, really think about it. What about Dwayne Wade's game? You're going to say, man, that was that was great. That was awesome. His driving ability is <sighs> fantastic. And, and it was for like a couple of seasons, though. 
But without, it was elite. If LeBron, James, seasons, if LeBron James was not his bestie, if they were not banana boat brothers, <laughs> we may not even be talking about him like this. I'm being serious. Okay, okay, that's fine. That's fine. Who who you started? Who you starting? Who's well, running the first bench? of all, I want y'all to know I'm cutting Dwayne Wade. He out. Okay. He out of there. Okay, buddy. <laughs> You're out of there. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and start Isaiah Thomas, Big Zeke, of course. Okay. I mean, this is too easy. Like, if he's not starting on your list, I'm gonna let y'all know this right now. If he's not starting your list, I'm walking off don't, this podcast. Don't, don't let Chris I'm scare you. I'm walking off this podcast. Just like he said with his chest, you say with your chest too. Don't let Chris scare you. Y'all try to do that. Don't let him scare you. Hey, man, I'm just letting you know what it is. And then, obviously, I'm going to bench Allen Iverson. But my Dwayne Wade take is going to come on YouTube, so he's the most overrated player in NBA history. I wouldn't say all that, but go ahead. What you guys got? <laughs> um, I don't know if I should go next to what I'm about to say. Chris might just get up and leave. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go by the there. end. Don't worry. Don't worry about it. He'll be back. <laughs> um, So, I'm actually starting D-Wade. I'm benching AI and I'm cutting IT. Wow. Yeah. The reason that I'm starting D-Wade is because of not only his size and his athleticism, but he has impeccable timing. He's obviously somebody who's really good at shooting, but at the same time, he's really good at defending. I had a hard time between him and AI, but the only difference to me really is AI size at the end of the day his size did play a factor and when you have a player like D Wade who can make um smart shots and be efficient at shooting in comparison to AI who sometimes would shoot like hell but wasn't as efficient I feel like that's where I kind of struggled with that and again AI was how tall was AI Six feet? Like six six, six, six foot even. Six foot even. Yeah, so his height at the end of the day did play a factor. And the thing about D-Wade is when he played defense, he was low to the ground and he was wide. So even if you were, you know, uh, a lanky forward or even if you were quick, uh, a shorter guard, like he could still defend you. So that's why I have him starting. And I think it was in in an interview, honestly, that I saw – that D Wade had even said that that part of or a crossover move that he had was inspired by AI. So they kind of complement each other. But yeah, that's that's who I have on my list. Don't say anything, Chris. No, I right, will, let, let me just say this though, April. It was all good <laughs> until you had that. Everything was cool, man. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let him scare you, April, man. He always. Well, I'm he here to everybody. spice it up. So if I'm the one who about to, <laughs> you know, say something opposite, so be it. Nah, you so, good. You good, April. What you got, oh, low? Oh, go, what you go got, ahead. low? No, no, no. Go, go, go ahead. Oh, I wanna, I wanna, I gotta hear this. Well, you know. Growing up, I was able to see Isaiah Thomas play. Isaiah Thomas was a beast. So yeah. I'm starring Isaiah Thomas for sure. Isaiah Thomas could do it all. Isaiah Thomas had heart. He had grit. And I mean, and that's pretty much what separates the players for me yeah. is the heart and the grit. So I'm starring Isaiah Thomas. Off the bench, I have Allen Iverson. But so that's you not, agree with oh, me? Hold on, hold on, hold on. But I'm not saying that Dwayne Wade's the, over, <laughs> the most overrated player in the NBA history. I'm not saying all that. Dwayne Wade was a beast in his own right. It's just when you put those three players together, I just it's it was, it was a difficult choice for me. Not not like you saying it was very easy. It was a difficult choice for me. But I'm going with Isaiah Thomas, what he's able to do, his leadership, his ability to drive through the hole, his mid-range jumper, 
all those things. I mean, he was an absolute beast at the game. And his mm-hmm. defensive prowess was on another level as well. Yep. Then you have Allen Iverson, who won MVP in this league. He single-handedly took a trash, trash team <laughs> all the way to the Aaron finals. Aaron not trash. No, Don't do Aaron trash. Like no, Don't down. do Deke Deke down. Down. No, like that, Deke man. was good, but he was trash. Don't do Eric no- Snow like that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even talk about no Eric Snow on this podcast. If you're able to take Eric Snow to a finals championship, you have done it. You should get a championship (laughs) ring just for doing that. (laughs) Okay? Because that was unbelievable. And then for them to even win a game against Kobe and Shaq in that series, and they even want to step over with Tyron Lue like he was his nothing. I mean, come on. And I just come off my bench and nothing against Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade is an, aw- an so you awesome agree player. He is the most overrated. Player. I did not say that. Stop trying to say, put words in my mouth, <laughs> sir. So I'm starting Zeke off the bench as AI, and then I'm going to go ahead and cut Dwayne Wade. Look, it's the it's the recency effect for me. Um, I didn't watch Isaiah Tom, uh, Thomas, but I did have a chance to go back and watch a lot of his clips. You know, over the years, um, for me, um, I. I side a little bit with uh, UO in, in April. I mean, I'm, I'm starting D-Wade. Sorry, Chris. I'm starting D-Wade. Um, you know, the guy, great, just wow. great all-around game. Starting. Great all-around game. Absolutely. <sighs> great all-around game. Great leader. Give me that guy on my team. I love defense as well. The guy plays defense. Off the bench, Isaiah Thomas. Give me that toughness. Give me that mentality. Give me defense. And once again, give me a great all-around game. Allen Iverson. You know, he's great as far as, you know, driving and all the moves and all that stuff, man. But, you know, I'm kind of biased because I just like bigger athletes. So if I'm going to have a lineup, I mean, he's just not going to fit it for me. So that that was that was my pick right there. Mm, mm, Interesting. Interesting picks for you guys. Interesting, but wrong. But I'll, I'll go with that. I'll yeah, go with that. It's funny. Oh. Me and O actually agree on this. That. Is, this is weird. It's, it's weird that we agree. Dude, we never agree on um, anything. But this is one because I thought this one was easy. I really did. Like, obviously, my take on Dwayne Wade is my take, right? Mm. But Dwayne Wade, whether or not you agree with me, he's overrated or not. I just his name comes up, in my opinion, just too often when we talk about the greats because he's he's a really good player. But Iverson had that it, bro. Like, he just had that to be able to carry a team. I just never saw Dwayne Wade carry a team quite like Iverson, quite like Isaiah Thomas. He just, he, I don't think he could, to be honest with you. Mm. Mm. Okay. Very interesting. So, we're going to do one more start, bench, cut. April, we'll let you do this one. Start, bench, cut. O-N-Y, Chris, and Lo. Who you starting? <laughs> who you benching? Who you cutting? I love it. I love it. Don't be scared. <laughs> Say with your chest. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> Wait, are y'all really asking me? I'm not about to say that. Oh, yeah, no, you good. You guys say you guys say anything. She, <laughs> like, I don't want nobody's feelings. <laughs> I already know the answer. I already know the answer. So I'm good. I already know the answer. Can I answer that the question? question? No, you got to answer for it. Go no, answer for it. I'm going to answer for me. I would start me. Uh, I bench you, you <laughs> and I cut all y'all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, April, um, it was an absolute pleasure for you to be on our podcast on this episode. I'm really, really appreciative that you were able to join us, and uh, you were fantastic. Yeah. If you don't know that, you were fantastic. Oh, yeah. If I if I'm starting somebody, I'm start, starting April Marie. 
You're not coming off the bench. Yeah. You're just starting. That's all you're going to do. You're going to start. Can, okay. Can, can, can we shout out her interviews? If you haven't checked out her interviews on YouTube, y'all got to do that. Yeah, big facts. Go ahead and tell the listeners again where they can catch you at April. Uh, again, you guys can follow me on Instagram. That's Heels on Hardwood. And on YouTube, Heels on Hardwood. Uh, but yeah, thank you so much for having me. This is definitely something I'm not accustomed to doing, but it was fun. And y'all are hilarious. <laughs> really? You're not accustomed to doing this? You came here like a pro. Wow. No, I've never been on a podcast. No, it's definitely something something new, and y'all are pros, so I appreciate y'all even bearing with me. I mean, y'all are clearly very good at what you do. You had me, you know, treading backwards, contemplating what I was even saying. So, so yeah, y'all are really good. No, thank you. We appreciate it, April. We appreciate you being on the podcast. Um, you Absolutely. you are a, a great guest. Fantastic. Absolutely wonderful. Thank you. I appreciate that. And we'll all continue to hear y'all's podcast because y'all be doing y'all thing. So. Yeah, hey, we try. We it. try. If this is your first time listening to our podcast, please do not hesitate to subscribe. Do that on our website, newchannelsports.net. Or you can do it on any major podcast platform available. Check us out on Afro Vibes TV as well. Download that Roku app. New channel spelled NU Channel Sports. You can also follow us on Instagram, on Twitter. Subscribe to our YouTube channel because, you know, Chris got a takedown coming soon mm. about how overrated Dwayne mm. Wade is. So check that out. Mm. It's going to be hot. It's going to be hot trash. But anyway. <laughs> 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 but anyway, uh, this has been the one and only Oenyi, joined by Big Low, Coming the phenomenal down. one, Chris, hey. and the lovely April Marie. We want to thank you again for being on episode 111. Gracias. We're out. Thanks for listening to the new channel sports podcast. If you like the show, feel free to leave a comment and a five-star rating. Your support is very much appreciated. Also, don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, or on our website, newchannelsports.net. That's new channel spelt in you, channelsports.net. Got a sports-related question for the crew? Just leave a voicemail on our website. Till next time, have a good one and stay safe out there.